Hey tribe, welcome to this week's episode of What's the Tea? Today I have the beautiful Toby of My Bump Pay as our special guest. Toby is a mum of two and the creator of My Bump Pay, which shares parenting and career tips, as well as parental leave advice, all while looking absolutely stunning. Toby dropped some serious gems for us all in today's episode. I learned so much myself in such a short amount of time recording with her. As always, here is a disclaimer. We are mothers and we may have our little ones running around in the episode, creating a little bit of noise, but we can't let us stop our flow. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Crystal Clear Company. The Crystal Clear Company are specialists in luxury center stage styling. They offer unique and elaborate dessert tables for all events, gourmet grazing tables, sweet treats, prop hires and balloon styling. Make your event a statement piece and book with Crystal Clear. You can find them on Instagram at crystalclear underscore co. Hi Toby, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much, Nikkei. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. Thank you. I'm really excited to have you. Um, We're just going to go straight into it with our quick fire round questions. So tell me the first thing that comes into your mind. Okay. Don't hesitate. I want your first answer. Let's go. Right. Fruit or veg? Fruit. Casual clothes or glammed up? Ooh, glam. Spin or yoga? Spin. Spin. I saw on your Instagram post. <laughs> You're a big lover of spin. Um, hot or cold weather? Oh, hot. I'm not a fan. Can I'm I? Hot. I don't. I hate feeling hot. Wow. I love winter. Like what? Give me winter over summer any time of the day. Am yeah. I weird? Yes, hundred oh. <laughs> percent. Okay, all right, that's fine. I'll be, I'll be the odd one out. Uh, pasta or pizza? Pasta. Jollof rice or ayamashi and rice? Wow, I would have to say ayamashi. Okay, 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 okay. I like that, I like that. Adventurous or a relaxing holiday? Oh, I can't choose between the two. <laughs> as soon as you said it, adventurous came into my mind, so I'll go with that. Okay, all right, adventurous. Whiskey or David Doe? I barely know the difference. God forgive me. They're <laughs> 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 the same, no? <laughs> no, you don't. Are you not into Afrobeats? That was the wrong question. <laughs> I am. I just, I honestly don't know the artist necessarily. <laughs> I'm just like, that just sounds like a really good song. I like it. And yeah, there we go. <laughs> Scrap that. <laughs> okay, here's a serious one. Would you rather have more time or more money? Oh, more money. Okay, more time or more money, more money. Right. Are you a tidy person or are you more of an organised mess type of person? Organised mess, which my husband dislikes greatly. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense to you. That's all that matters. This is it. <laughs> I know where everything is. <laughs> okay fantastic thank you so much um so i'm just going to go in with my first question tell us more about your background uh where you're from and you where you grew up and and anything you want us to know really 
Sure. Um, so as you know, my name is Toby. Um, I currently live in southwest London, love it, um, but grew up in suburbia in Surrey. Um, in terms of background, I guess I'm me, I'm a mum of two, um, kind of went to university, did that whole shebang, studied law, did law school, decided I cannot do this legal life, um, and then kind of took a completely different route um, in terms of working for firms that support investors with their research. Um, it was a bit of a fluke, but I just fell into it and I just happened to be really good at it. And um, yeah, loving it. So that's a little bit about me. Amazing. And you're Nigerian by background, aren't you? I am, yes. Amazing. Okay. Mm. Sorry, quick sip of water. You know, breastfeeding is uh, thirsty work. <laughs> Tell us how you started My Bump Pay. Tell us more about it and, and, you know, how you started it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So My Bump Pay, um, I love it. I kind of say it's what I wish I had during my first pregnancy because I was in a very unique position whereby I was the first person in my office location because it's a global company, but the first person in London to actually go through the whole maternity leave process. Wow. Um, and so therefore, I mean, there's, there's lots that kind of HR kind of tell you in terms of facts and rights and, and laws and this and that. Um, but I felt what was missing was the kind of the how and the why and actually how do I still kind of smash my career or nail my career or still achieve my goals whilst I've got this baby on the way. And then how do I figure things out after this baby and kind of navigating parenting life, your career, your family, business, whatever it is that you want to do. So for me, it just kind of all came to a head of actually, you know, if I've got these questions and if I'm talking to my friends about it all the time, then other people must have these questions. So obviously kind of started kind of asking around and just trying to understand what the need was. And that's how my bump pay really grew, really. It just started um, quite organically. It's still growing organically. It's changing all, all the time, really. Um, but essentially it's there as a platform to help women um i say kind of smash the glass ceiling with a baby on the way and beyond that's amazing i love that and where were you when i had my first child as well? <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah no i think it's a fantastic resource really really amazing i see um a lot that you're doing um, especially nowadays with the conversations you're having and the tips that you're giving and everything is like, and so many people, cause I think I've tagged you in so many things. I still get people be like, Oh, Tinnaker, you know, you said there was this person that does this thing about career. Uh -oh. I was like, Oh my bum pay. Yeah. You go check her out. Okay. Here's her link. Okay. Here's her page. So like, I know you're helping so many mums right now. Like you are doing so well. Um, you know, it's like you're, you're helping them, but you're also helping yourself. Right. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think I learned a lot of this on my journey with my first pregnancy and then kind of, I guess, tested it out a little bit on my, on my second and actually was like, actually, do you know what, this works. If you do plan ahead, if you think about it, if you do ask the right questions, if you do speak to the right people, then actually you can, you know, still achieve your goals. Um, you can still build your confidence and you can still be successful along the way. There's no need for your ambitions to die when you have a baby, basically. Yeah, and I think that's important because a lot of mums feel like, oh, you know, I've, I've had a career, it's all doom and gloom from here and, you know, I'm never going to get that promotion. I mean, I remember actually having a conversation again, pointing mm -hmm. someone to your page, but so having a conversation with someone and she was like, oh, you know, I work in HR as well and um, I'm, I'm, I'm scared to let them know that I'm pregnant. And I was like, oh my God, why do you feel like that? And she was like, you know, like, I don't want them to treat me differently or 
you know, she just had these really like important, very valid fears. And I was like, yo, check this page out because there's so, so many different fantastic resources, conversations that she's had, um, tips and tricks that you can use. Um, but there's no need to be scared. Yeah. Such, um, you know, because whilst you're figuring it out, it is kind of scary, but we're women and, you know, it's not fair to have that placed on us just because we've gone and had a child some people still do want to have a successful career you know some people don't want to run businesses or you know just it doesn't really tickle their fancy they do want to go back to work and make everything of themselves and it's just knowing how you know exactly that it's just holding people's hands along the way um you know some organizations and some workplaces actually do this really 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 well and that's fantastic but they tend to be the really large big companies um but then you've got everything else in between really you know those businesses are just trying to get on with their day-to-day and and survive so this is not some necessarily something that's always supported um and like you say the dreams shouldn't die (laughs) whatsoever but maybe how you approach things just changes a little bit um, so yeah, if, if there's any way we can kind of help people help women through that process, I'm yeah, just so happy. Yeah. I'm all here for what you do is, is so important. Um, have you had to pivot or change your direction in terms of your own personal business goals with my bump pay since you started? Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, yeah. so I remember you were probably one of the first people I spoke to kind of when I was starting and just about to go public. So essentially it started a little bit differently. It started as almost like a directory. So almost like a trust pilot for mm. parents or people who want to be parents, um, further along the line and thinking about, okay, how does this map out in my actual workplace or organization or where I choose to work? So kind of quite simply kind of people would go on there, they would talk about their maternity policy and actually how family friendly their employer was. Mm-hmm. So then you can think really long term, okay, right, if I'm going to move careers in the next two years and I know that, you know, potentially I could have a family in the next five to six years, that actually this is a really good company to kind of support me as my life grows. So that was the whole initial concept, which I'm still quite, you know, fond of and still a big believer in, in kind of talking and discussing and Um, about these things about you know whether an organization really fits somebody in their whole entirety I think that's really important Um, but I think what I noticed which was really interesting is that obviously people would come and ask questions about this or that or tell me their concerns and their fears Um, and I was like actually there's so much more to this um, there's so much more uh, to these different aspects of these conversations. So that's how I've kind of started to pivot it a little bit. And I'm still pivoting. I'm still listening and I'm still learning. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And I, I see this like change in direction. That's why I had to ask. I was like, <laughs> okay, like from where it started to where it is now, I'm here for everything. <laughs> All these conversations are so needed, especially because, you know, I, my background is HR. So I'm just like, wow, like I just wish I could recommend you to everyone because the <laughs> so many valid um like questions and tips and things that people just really need to hear so yeah I'm loving the direction you're taking it in and like you know just having these honest conversations um yeah yeah I I love it (laughs) I know I keep saying I love it I'm leaving everything you do I think it's so amazing um my next question is, you had your daughter not too long ago and your children are very close in age. Um, how did you cope with the initial frustration and just just craziness of becoming 
a mother of two. <laughs> I'm not sure I coped. <laughs> I'm not sure I coped at all. I think I had my daughter on a Saturday and I was home the same day. And that night, my son just, he was a very, very, very good sleeper up until this point. That night, he just refused. He was like, no, I'm not going to sleep. I'm just oh going to scream. The same thing happened to me. Sorry. And yeah. I was so fresh in my head. Ez did the same thing. He's such a good sleeper. The day I went into labor, the day I came home with um, Eden, didn't sleep. Didn't sleep for about two weeks. He didn't sleep. He'd wake up every day at like... 12 30 he won't go to sleep he won't be crying but he'd be making lots of noise and it's just like oh my god yeah, yeah. it's crazy, crazy. Sorry I to cut you, but yeah sorry i remember one evening where i had been up oh gosh constantly for a really long time and it was about 4 a.m and i was like right okay finally the house is quiet and the, the reason why the house had been quiet is because my mum had been with my son in his room trying to settle him literally yeah. him and rocking him to sleep it was 4am I was like mum just go to bed he's quiet now and then maybe about 4.30 my son wakes up oh. and I just put my head on the pillow for the night if you can imagine so like I run to his room try and calm him down then the baby wakes up. My husband is oh. fast asleep, obviously. My mum, I'm like, I dare not disturb her because she was staying with us. I dare not disturb her because she's been up all night trying to... And I was just like, which... Like, literally sitting on the stairs, like, my hand in my head, like, what do I do? Like, I'm a broken woman. So I think after that first week, I was like, what have I done <laughs> to my life? <laughs> um, so yeah, there was that initial shock and there's still moments of shock. And moments where I have taken them both to the park and my son refuses, absolutely refuses to either get on his buggy or his scooter. And I've had to do like a fireman hold with a toddler on my shoulder, pushing the buggy in one hand and then I've got the scooter on the other shoulder. Oh it's my gosh. Insane. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sounds like a lot. I think yeah. you're projecting into the future for me because obviously Eden's still quite little. So I, I get away with that certain thing when they get to that stage where I'm like right okay yeah 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 <laughs> I'm gonna be calling you a couple of months ahead of me <laughs> oh my gosh thank you that is very insightful but it's very honest you know um it's just crazy having to that transition I mean people do warn you about it but it's one thing living I mean it's I guess it's just like becoming a mum for the first time it's like oh your life's never going to be your own and it's never going to be the same and you're like yeah yeah whatever and then it happens and you're like what <laughs> yeah exactly. so, yeah that shock of becoming a mum and then becoming a mum of two is like but then I guess if you if you are I don't know about you um I'm definitely not but if you are having kids after this oh hi okay. again yeah I'm not, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I know my limits. <laughs> I know there's some people out there that I, I know one lady who I think she had four and um, she, and she's quite young actually. And she said, oh, I can't believe I'm never going to be pregnant again. I was like, what, what do you mean? You've had, you've had four. Sure, surely you're <laughs> satisfied on that front. Um, yeah, for me, um, it's a lovely number too. Beautiful. I'm ready and I'm and I'm done to kind of yeah. See, I always say this because people are like, yeah, whatever, you're gonna have more kids. I'm like, like you, I know my limits, exactly. my bank balance. Yeah. <laughs> 
you know, the type of quality of life, standard of life I want for them. Mm-hmm. I know, I just know me and myself. I know what I can physically take. For me, one adult per child, one child per adult. That's my role. I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I'm not doing any more than two. When we go on holiday, when we, like, it's just, I, I, oh, I can't. Salute to all the mums that have got more than two. I, I see you. I just, my hats are off to you. But as for me, and what I can hold, and my household. Anyway, if I even told my husband, he'd run off. <laughs> Certy, certified. He's already said, I'm not having more than two. If you have another one, it ain't mine. So I'm just going <laughs> to joke about it all the time. No, I'm fully not. I'm okay with two. And that's fine, you know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah crazy. Um, <laughs> Has becoming a mother changed you in any way? Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. I was having this conversation um, recently um, with someone. I'd say the first change, and each child I think has changed me in a different way. The first changed me in the sense of, wow, I didn't know the extent to which I could worry. I knew I could worry. (laughs) I knew I could worry before. I, I did. I knew things worried me, but my goodness, when you have a child and you're like, why is he not sleeping? Why is he not yeah. doing this? Why is yeah. he doing that? Why is can't he breathing? I, is he breathing? <laughs> why can't I breastfeed? It just looks so natural. Like, why can't... It's just... It's it's overwhelming in the most emotional way because you have no energy and you're drained. And the people around you are also looking like, wow, how can I help this girl? <laughs> <laughs> in my case, anyway. Um... So I think it took me a long time to find my feet with my first son. I'd say, I always say that I only really started to enjoy the whole experience probably six six months in. And that's bang on in correlation to the time that he started sleeping. So I was like, oh, okay, now I can, now I can lift my head up a little bit and I can breathe and I can start to uh, take it all in and all this stuff that people say, oh, like it's the most wonderful thing you'll ever do. And I didn't, I didn't get that until six months down the line um and then with my second wow I would say the worry is still there um still equally sometimes you know very emotional over the two of them and making sure that ultimately they have their the best ahead of them um and I find that quite difficult and I know we've been talking about mum guilt a little bit so I find that difficult Mm. to balance between kind of you know what is really the best thing for them and how can I be the best person for them um but in other ways I'm kind of quietly more confident about right this is me I'm a mum of two I've just got to get on with it um but that without said you know it doesn't mean it doesn't have its difficulties but I think yeah I'm quietly more confident the second time around I guess you kind of almost kind of know what you're doing you know it's not (laughs) even though every baby is different but it's like you know you do you've kind of got the hang of it so it's like all right cool like you don't have a choice you literally do have to get on with it like you said um yeah it's it's (laughs) becoming a mom for the second time for me I don't know I think it's because I'm in lockdown um I'm sorry I'm answering my own question here but let me just go for it (laughs) um I don't know. I, someone mentioned the other day, she was um, in terms of like, oh, you know, what I'm doing with the campaign and this podcast and just everything else I'm, I'm involved with. And she was like, I don't know how you're doing it. And you always look so happy whilst you're doing it as well. And I was like, you know what? In comparison to the first time round, I'm definitely happier. And I can yeah. say, I would put it down to, I don't know, 
the energy I've gotten from just having a great birth, number one, because Ezekiel's birth, as in like birth and labor was traumatic. It was just, it was just something else. As much as I was in love and I was in awe and oh my God, I'm a mum for the first time. I was still quite scarred from everything that happened to me. Whereas with Eden, obviously I'm not sure if you've seen my birth story, apart from the poo in the pool, <laughs> in the birthing pool, everything was perfect from start to finish. And I guess I've still kind of been on a high because of that. And it's just, I guess having another one, I'm like, right, go, go, go. Like you've got, you've got mouths to feed, plural. You've got two mouths to feed now. Like I've just kind of, I don't know. I've got this new kind of energy that I'm just like, okay, you can't dull. Like, like even now, this is the third podcast I've recorded in a day and it's only one. So I'm just like, yeah, I've just got to keep going. But I don't know. I, I it's just, it's just crazy. I can't explain it, but yeah, being a mum for the second time is so different, isn't it? Definitely. I definitely agree with what you're saying about this kind of new energy and you've got mouths, plural. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like we live in London and like lockdown has kind of showed us that maybe we shouldn't be, maybe we shouldn't be living in London and maybe, you know, London living is not as conducive for us necessarily with two kids and one who is incredibly energetic um, versus my parents who live in Surrey and it's a whole different way of living. So, you know, stuff like that kind of weighs on our minds. And, you know, if those are some of the decisions that we have to make, then ultimately, you know, we've got to level up and just work hard to achieve some of those things ultimately for our children. So I totally get that whole kind of new level of oomph and kind of go get it. Yeah, no, definitely. So obviously you mentioned that you grew up in um, Surrey. Mm. Is moving outside of London ever an option for you? 100% yeah. Really? Yeah. Kind of took this step out. I remember when we were looking for houses, I was looking at kind of when we first got married, I was looking much, much, much closer to London, um, like central London, sorry, zone one. And um, yeah, we kind of settled on this area in zone three um but we kind of knew deep down that we would probably go back and then when we came to buying our um home eventually we looked where my parents lived like we literally looked at one house on their road which is a bit close i love them dearly but it's a bit close um, <laughs> we looked at one house on their own and other houses kind of you know literally within five minutes walking distance all kind of within our budget and we were just like you know what? we just we just can't we just literally cannot bring ourselves to do it um then we've moved um where we are now and lockdown's been really interesting because what we used to love about this area is that we literally have everything on our doorstep just yeah. everything we don't have to leave this area we've got really great um tube lines etc 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 but then lockdown comes and all those things are taken away and actually you realize I can survive without all these things and yeah. also my, my pocket looks <laughs> a lot healthier <laughs> um yeah. and also you know with a with a energetic two-year-old who just wants to run 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 and jump actually you know we started to weigh those things up and also things like education and school so I was very fortunate to have access to um grammar school I went to a grammar school and when my parents live it has kind of the highest concentration of grammar schools um in in the country and it just happens to also have um one of the best schools for boys and number two on the league table so I think all nice. those things are starting to kind of 
makes sense for us but who knows ask me in six months time because we change our minds every single day <laughs> I mean this is it it's going with the flow right and I, I had the same conversation with my husband the other day actually this lockdown has taught us especially that yo we can work from anywhere at this point because we're still having to get on with it mm. even life isn't as as it is normally this is like this is the new normal and it's made me really think you know we we get to buy our house um we will in, soon in jesus name but you know when we're looking at areas we're just like oh i'm not too sure oh it's too far and oh my gosh oh my gosh but for the past what three months in my case because obviously i was on lockdown way before lockdown because uh, of eden we haven't seen family. We've survived. <laughs> we haven't done all the all the normal things we do, you know, seeing friends and going shopping and doing all these crazy things and you know, like spending money on travel and all of like none of that. Like like you said, it's been easier on our pocket. All the things we thought we needed, we don't. We're still able to work. Uh, how about we go far? How about we yeah. you know, try and venture out a bit and get a, a nice house outside of London that we can actually afford and yeah I mean I don't know it's it's crazy but this lockdown if it's taught me anything is that life yeah <laughs> just life <laughs> exactly that exactly just life and you start to really for us I think it's given us a a lot more clarity in terms of things that we want for our children ultimately and I think we've had this huge realization and it sounds so like obvious but ultimately when we're living our lives so that our children can have the best that we can give them so if that means you know certain decisions then that's what it is I think before we were still trying to hang on to yeah and there's elements of us that you know we still obviously want to be the hip parents and stuff but <laughs> we're really trying to hang on to this this old life that we had so tightly that maybe it wasn't always the best for our children so yeah that's been an interesting learning from lockdown yeah no definitely um my next question is can you tell me of a time gosh i feel like i'm interviewing <laughs> like, a, like a hr interview bring it on <laughs> can you tell me of a time where something just hasn't gone to plan in your business and how you were able to bounce back wow i thought you were gonna say life but um <laughs> so life i can t i can give you plenty um <laughs> In terms of business, yes, I think kind of when I was thinking about this whole pivot, um, there was lots of things that I wanted to do in real life, ultimately. Um, mm -hmm. And kind of that's working with people directly and working with some businesses directly. And all of a sudden kind of lockdown happened and my son comes home from nursery. That happened very quickly because we got a call to say he has a fever and gosh, um, that meant we had to kind of go into isolation before um, lockdown was official. So all of that completely, completely, completely threw me. I was like, I had X, Y, Z planned. I want to do this with my bump pay. Um, how am I going to be able to do that now? Um, and I kind of sat back and I, it was at the point where I guess like, everybody was doing lives and I was like this is just too much like live 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 notification but that was so overwhelming <laughs> that period of time it was really really hard because I felt like some people went into overdrive and I was just sitting there thinking like I'm in paralysis I can't I can't <laughs> do anything um but I listened to one live in particular with my dear 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 friend um Deborah of Colour Celebrations um Woo -woo! Who, many of you know and um and it's funny because I hear her talk 
all the time because we talk on a very, very regular basis. And just everything she was saying to me was actually, and she said, she said it to me before, but everything she was saying to me on this live or saying to us or everyone on this live just made me feel like, actually, do you know what, Toby? Like, just stop making excuses for yourself. Just find a moment if you can. And I was literally just walking around the park after I listened to this live and I don't know, I mean, everyone's not necessarily a Christian or has a faith, but I just prayed and I just said, just give me a sense of direction because I just feel so lost. Um, and then, yeah, I guess after that moment, I think start, things started to become very clear or clearer, should I say. Um, so yeah, that was for me a moment where things didn't go to plan. And I'd also kind of throw in my second pregnancy as well. Um, I was working hard. I had a slightly more difficult pregnancy than I had anticipated. I never had morning sickness before and I was having all of that and other, um, issues as well. So that threw me off course with my bump pay, um, a little bit because I just would come home and I would just collapse on the bed basically. <laughs> um, sometimes collapse on the bathroom floor after throwing up. So yeah, those are kind of things that definitely threw me off. But I'm so grateful for this season because as I mentioned, I've had friends that have just spoken real positivity into me and that's kind of led me into hopefully this new flourishing direction. Yes. And we're all here for it, for all, everything that you're doing. Like, yeah, honestly, well done. Well done. It's good to know that you know as much as you have your plans and everything you want to do to ultimately god has his own plan <laughs> really really and truly um like you can plan to do one thing and then something else just out of the blue out of nowhere just forces you to have to think differently yeah. and you know what it's probably going to be a way better direction than what you would have ever thought of anyway I if i'm so. honest it definitely will be i think for a lot of people it's like, well, if this didn't happen, X, Y, and Z wouldn't have happened. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, like, I'm really excited to see, you know, the, the direction you're going to go in with um, my bump pay and everything that you're doing there. I think it's so amazing. Um, and thank you for being so honest about it. Um, it's easy to feel like, oh, God, what am I, what am I doing now? And, but just mm -hmm. being able to just pick yourself up and say, right, this is it. We're going to go with it. Things have changed, but, you know, we still got to keep going, you know, pull your socks off and get on with it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good skill. Uh, it's not easy, but it's a good skill. So <laughs> it's nice to know that you've done it and it's working. Um, so that brings me to part two. Obviously, you know, it's what's the tea and we have our questions and our dilemmas that people send in. Nice. Um, so I do have one that I think would be of interest to you and everything that you do. Um, so um, here it goes. Um, I'm pregnant and I haven't been at my workplace for long enough um, to be on maternity, to have maternity pay, sorry. Do you have any tips on how to survive on a minimal wage whilst on maternity leave? Okay, that's a good question. So first thing I would say is, I'd say two things actually. So I'd say one, make sure you start your process for maternity allowance, which is the alternative pay that you can get if you're not eligible for maternity pay. Um, secondly, I would say it's still worth having that conversation with your employer about maternity leave. Not everybody, but I do know some friends that have had that conversation. They said, look, I'm here for the long term. These are my goals. 
this is what I want to achieve. And when you're talking about your goals, make sure you talk about them in the language that the business understands. So I kind of work in a very commercial role. So you could say, you know, my goal is to achieve X, Y, Z in terms of revenue for the business. Um, because that would mean I could do one, two, and three, or whatever those things are, because that's the, the language that the business understands. If you can communicate those goals that you have, irrespective of being pregnant, irrespective of going on maternity leave, you may be able to put forward a really convincing case about them being able to pay you maternity leave and make sure those goals are really long and far reaching. Um, you may even be open to, I'm not saying you should definitely do this, but one may also be open to kind of saying, you know, we can put in a clause there about paying it back if I don't come back to the organization and things like that. You can be really creative um, with it. So I'd say, think about having that conversation. And before you go into that conversation, think about all of their possible objections and think about really positive statements to kind of overcome those objections. Um, you may be pleasantly surprised that they may actually go away and consider paying you maternity or maybe restructuring some kind of a bonus if you're eligible for a bonus that allows you to kind of yeah be more financially secure whilst you are on maternity leave I mean there's so much I could say about <laughs> about this question oh my gosh um, keep going no I love it you're <laughs> even teaching me stuff and I'm like wow I work in HR I, I haven't I ever thought of this this is fantastic yeah there's so much I could say so those are the two things I'd say you know make sure you start the process for maternity allowance yeah and then secondly um definitely have that have that conversation um and then I would say thirdly is draw your budget up um, so we have a template. It's a little bit difficult to find, but I'm going to make all of this more accessible. This is what I'm working on at the moment. But we have a template that allows you to look at what your budget is now and your existing salary, and then compare it to what it could be with the maternity pay that you're going to get. So then you start from there, and that essentially allows you to see, okay, what you can spend, what you can't spend, what you have to produce, what you have to take away. So definitely do that. Um, also another thing I'd say is obviously kind of planning financially before you go ahead I would definitely sign up to something like an app called Plum it's amazing so it's kind of like Moneybox in a sense I don't know if people have heard of it but as you're spending what it does is it takes the change and it puts it into a savings account for you and then you can go and invest that amount it's a very small amount we can save it um, <laughs> I can Sorry, Ez is just waltzed in. <laughs> hey, Ez. How you doing? <laughs> That's fine. So, yeah, definitely use Plum so you can save the excess when you're kind of um, spending. Also, what Plum is really good at is it starts yeah. out with your um, monthly spending. Um, and it has this really cool algorithm that tells you actually, do you know what, Toby? You can afford to put. Um, two pounds aside a week in savings every single week, for example. And then it puts that into a savings pot. So if you do that quite early on in your pregnancy, then you're starting to build up this tiny, well, I would say tiny, but it's meaningful savings <laughs> pot without even having to think about it. So those yeah. are things. Um, gosh, I would say kind of have that conversation maybe around a bonus if you are eligible for a bonus, because there can be ways that a bonus can be structured. Um, and also remember that, um, sorry, yeah, have that conversation around a bonus because there are ways that a bonus can be structured that can kind of help boost um, 
your income. Mm -hmm. I'd also say things like, I have another list, sorry, (laughs) I'm working on making these things kind of more accessible, but I have another list that says, how much does a baby cost? And in that, what I've done is I've ranked all the things that you need in terms of priority. So kind of like one, you definitely need this. Two, maybe you might need this. Three, mm. you definitely don't need this. But if you want to go and get it, mm-hmm. go and get it. Um, there are a lot of baby items um, that you can share between friends. So for example, the cot that I've used for both of my children is the same cot or um, next to me snooze pod thing that um, my friends use and lots of other people. We just all have our own mattress, for example. Mm. For Makes sense yeah um so there are things like that and there are so many great mum groups where people are kind of um you know obviously swapping really good items because there's lots of items you only use for kind of two three max six months yeah um so there's so many things like that that you can kind of you kind of do i mean i could talk forever on this this could be a whole podcast but those are some, <laughs> of, my, those are some of my top tips that is amazing you have dropped some gems <laughs> and some more gems so that is really i really hope the person that um, asked that question is happy with that answer because that is honestly so. it's really 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 good um that's a that's you yeah you've mentioned some really good things that made me think oh wow that's it's very interesting um <laughs> in terms of like yeah having those com- those extra conversations with your employers and you know not just having the conversations having the vim behind it you know yeah. like yeah if they ever come back with this you can say xyz and you know all the resources that you have on your page that you're going to make more accessible um <laughs> that people can go to like like real tangible things so thank you i love it um you're 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 amazing just oh, thank you um that brings me to the end of the podcast. Where can we find you before we go? Where so on, on Instagram, which is where I'm most active at the moment, but we're working on some things on the website. But on Instagram, it's mybumpay, so quite straightforward. And then the website is mybumpay.com as well, so it's quite straightforward. Fantastic. Where we can find all those resources. Is that directory still on there with the maternity... Yeah, it's still on there. It's going to be changing in a little bit. Um, yeah. I'm probably going to focus a little bit more just generally around the reviews so people can just understand what it's like to work in an organisation with a, with a baby on the way and beyond, basically. Um, but yeah, it's still on there for now. It's going to be going through a little bit of a makeover. Fantastic. So guys, just check it out. Honestly, uh, some really good resources. Like I, like I said before, some good tips, tricks. I mean, from that question, she's given us so many gems. So you can just imagine what the rest of her platform is like. Go and check it out if you haven't already. Um, and thank you once again, Toby, for joining us on today's thank episode. Thank you. I really appreciate it. It's been amazing. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate all your support, literally from day zero. Um, Yeah, I really do appreciate it. It's people like you that just kind of help people like me keep going um, and feel encouraged. So thank you so much. Oh, no, don't mention it, man. I'm always here for you. Thank you. See you later. You have been listening to the What's the Tea podcast by Mums and Tea. Thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you again next week for another episode.